A little more sleep, a little more slumber, a little more folding of the arms, and poverty will come down upon us. My father frequently woke up, woke me up in the morning with this paraphrase of Proverbs 6.10. Even though most mornings began with reciting this proverb, neither me nor my father realized that it was paraphrasing the Bible until I took an Old Testament class in high school. My parents are not religious people. My parents are not religious people, but they have taught me more about living as Jesus has asked us to live than anyone else in my life. My parents have been providing me with examples of how to love my neighbor and how to do unto others as I would have them do unto me since I was capable of retaining memories. As a young boy, my dad worked 12-hour shifts in the local factories as the electrician, and my mom was a babysitter. At the time, I did not think much about why my mom was a babysitter, but later in life, I realized that all of the children I could remember my mom keeping were children of single mothers, children whose mothers needed a loving place for them to stay while they were at work, trying to make a living on their own. My mom was the second loving parent for the kids that she watched, just as she was my loving parent. My mom was not the only one treating neighbors like family. My dad would often finish a 12-hour shift at the factory and then get a call from someone asking if he could help repair an appliance, car, wheelchair, plumbing problem, or some other random home or car repair issue. Out of all the calls for that for help that he got, I can't remember him ever turning anyone down. He would always make his way over and see what he could offer. Along with providing needed services in various ways, my parents also provided me with many memorable examples of how to meet people in life where they were without judgment and with unending patience and grace. My earliest memory of this is when a man, drunk and bloodied from a fistfight, showed up in front of our house after dark one night. He lived in a remote area, so it was not, we lived in a remote area, so it was not common to have anyone arrive at our house that we did not know. My brother was the first to find him, and at nine or ten years old, it frightened him terribly. When my brother came in the house and told my parents, I thought my dad would surely get one of our guns and sternly ask the man to leave. Instead, he walked outside with no protection at all and had a calm conversation with the man. After learning his story, my dad came back in the house for his keys and then put the man in our car and drove him home. The man lived 30 minutes away. I was nervous for my dad the whole time he was gone. It was my first time ever seeing someone who was severely drunk and someone who had been in a fistfight. I couldn't understand at the time how my dad could could look past the fact that the man was drunk and bloody and go out of his way to help him. Did he deserve that help? My dad showed me that night that it doesn't matter what someone looks like or how they are impaired or how impaired they are. If someone needs help, you offer what you can. This care and love came up again later in life as one of my relationship as one of my friends struggled with alcoholism. My friend ruined his relationship with his mother and was kicked out of the house. My parents ended up being the loving family that took him in. They did their best to keep him away from alcohol 
give him responsibilities, and encourage him to find work and hold a job. My dad became the father figure for my friend who had grown up in a single-parent home. He pushed my friend, sometimes told my friend things that he did not want to hear, but my parents both continued to support and love him through his struggle. When I was in middle school, I had another experience that awakened me to the kind of people my parents are. I had a close friend whose father was convicted of murder. When I heard what had happened, I thought that there was no way that I could ever be allowed to hang out with my friend ever again. How could my parents ever let me hang out at the house of a friend whose father was a convicted murderer? Looking back on this time, I actually feel like I went to hang out with my friend more after his father was convicted. Everything seemed normal to me, besides the fact that I did not see my father, my friend's father anymore. But as my friend developed stomach ulcers from the stress that he was experiencing, and his house went from a very modest trailer to a trailer that seemed like it should be condemned, I realized that things were far from normal for my friend. I could never understand how life had changed for my friend and his mother, but it became obvious that my parents were doing everything they could to help the family keep things together. I was hanging out with my friend because that is what he we used to do. And that helped my friend have at least one part of his life that remained the same. I noticed that my mom would stay and talk with my friend's mother more often. And she would go with her to sharing and caring and other thrift stores in town to find the best deals on bedding, clothes, dishes, and other necessities. My dad would help make repairs on the house when pipes froze in the winter and other parts of the house would fail from lack of maintenance. My parents helped me realize that my friend's father had been convicted of murder, but my friend and his mother were innocent and life only became harder for them when the father was taken to prison. They needed help and a sense of normalcy not to be pushed aside or judged by society. Today, I meet people all over who have come to know my parents in some way. I meet them everywhere, in church, the hardware store, the barber shop, the grocery store, at the vet, the DMV, and everywhere in between. Everyone I meet says with sincerity that they like my parents and they are good people. The people I meet are from all races, professions, and socioeconomic levels. They have all been met by my parents at their place in life, without judgment, with respect, and with an open heart. My parents are not religious people, but I believe that is how Jesus would expect us to live.